Good morning, good morning, sweetheart. Usually when I get up in the morning before I record, God will, you know, get up and do what I got to do and make up my bed. But God was like, come on, come on, quickly, quickly, quickly. Get on there and talk to him. Get on there and talk to him. I said, okay, 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 okay. I'm here. I'm here. Sweetheart, the only people can stop you and I is you and I. And I know that you don't, and you won't, and neither will I. We have grown much. We have been angry. We have been disappointed. We have been, you know, nervous. We have been in the way, and we are out the way. We have grown much together. You have grown on your end, and I have grown on my end. Hallelujah. Satan been trying to talk to me all night. Like this just can't happen. Happening. It's happening. Nothing you can do about it. It's happening. I'm not going to open up to be deceived ever again. It's happening. I'm already aware. That Satan comes to kill, steal, and destroy. He can use any person, place, or thing. So my mind is stuck on God because it stays on God. And I know you are too. You are growing. I am growing. You've been very angry at me in the beginning. Upset with me. Didn't want to be bothered with me. Didn't want to be around me. Rejected me because you felt rejected. We both lied to each other in the beginning. And God said, don't ever lie to each other ever again. God said, this persecution and our preparation would have never been in that area if we've just been honest with each other. And it's when you came and gave me the car back. We were in the congregation in front of each other, knowing who we are to each other, and we both lie in each other's face in the presence of God. And God took his hands off because we put our hands in with our own emotion. And we learned from that. We got spanked. Ouch, yeah, it hurt it. Because we knew we both were lying. You lied about ever hearing from God about me. I lied about talking to you about what God told me. And that would never, ever happen again. We passed that. Hallelujah. I thank God that I pulled from your spirit, man. I thank God that he told me and taught me all about you without you verbally saying anything. And God asked me today why he didn't want you to say much to me is because you would have spoken your emotions because you tell it like it is. You're going to express how you feel. And God didn't want neither one of us to rob each other. So instead of us being in the way, he kept us away. Because even if you will give me a word, you would still put it in that word how you feel. You would inch that in there. You would just, you know, put that in there. How I feel. Like you did. And you have done that. I thank God when I say I thank God for putting that smile back on your face. And you know what smile I'm talking about. Yeah, even though that, but I've been through hell. You want me to know. Yeah, okay, I've received that, but you put me through hell. And God don't want you to verbally talk to me like that. And until you receive the healing from that, and you have, you have, 
You were angry, but you loved me. But that's not why God had me here. I love you. And I was very angry at myself. I felt like I felt you. I saw all the other sisters in Christ who married, who stood by their man and, you know, didn't marry nobody else or whatever. I'm not even into what they've been through. I just know that I felt I felt you because I'm your help. And I didn't help you. I did the opposite. I hurt you. So I, it was so much worse on my end than you think it was on yours. I know you've been through things, but imagine how much I've been through in a matter of a year. All of this at once. and didn't even see it coming. You understand? I thank God for, for both of us enduring persecution. I thank God for us still continuing to walk in love. That's still why I'm not on here. <laughs> I thank God for our growth. And God said to me, you understand exactly where I'm coming from in my preparation when you hear me because you feel the same ways and you experience and encounter the same things. That's still not where I'm on here. <laughs> no, I see too, Father. Yes. God saying union, 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 union. And Satan like, oh man, oh man, oh man. I try to keep her from having more kids. Now she's going to have more children. I'm really doomed. She's about to walk beside this man. No. And I begin to cry in the middle of the night. Because no matter. I wanted to be so angry. I want to be so angry at Satan to the point I'm ready to go to blow to blow with this man. Even though I am spiritually going blow to blow with this man because I'm standing. But I want to hate him. I want to hate him. I want him to hurt, 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 hurt. I want him to gnash his teeth right now. But a part of me is like, you know, nothing you can ever do to cause me to ever hate you because hate is not in me. There is no hate in God. I cannot try to create something that doesn't exist in me as a child of God. Continuing to remind Satan who you are. That's what he hates the most. So keep doing that. And don't ever look at him in a physical sense, God's saying to me. Don't want to punch him in the face. He laughs at that. How you go to war with him is with your praise. With your standing. With you giving thanks. That's why I say enter into my gates. And enter into my courts. You can only come with thanks and praise. That's how you enter in. Enter into his gates with thanks. And enter into his courts with praise. I'm praising God for you. I'm thanking God for you. Because it's not about you. It's about the souls that God used I to bring back to him. Oh, they're flooding. Yeah. I'm excited. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I am. Satan is trying it on my head. He do not want us together. And still why I'm not up here talking to you. Let me get to the reason why I'm here. 
your life is about to change forever. Physically, naturally. It already have spiritually, supernaturally. When you know who I am. You don't just receive me. You receive also my son. You go from just you to me and my son. And a life with us. And we build from that. It is happening so fast. And it will continue to excel and take off and launch. You know that. The changes going to happen so suddenly. And you are aware of these changes. Even me bringing forth children for you. So suddenly. As it happens. And it's happening. And it will happen. Far as everything that God has set before us. Is guaranteed to happen. But the only people can be in the way of you and I is you and I. And that's why God have it the way he wants it on my end. Because no one can tamper with what I call you to do, Quenisha. So I have it where you have all of your attention only on me. Because many people mean well. But it may not be what God is saying. And you are the head of me regarding this marriage over the entire ministry. You're responsible for me, and I'm responsible to make sure you do what you're supposed to do successfully. God put two gems together. It's no longer you doing a lot of things that you do and you're normally doing and you're used to doing. You Cannot do as much anymore as a married man. Trustworthy is not just you being only to me physically. Has nothing to really do with your body. Is you being found trustworthy spiritually as well. In fact, first. God has to find you trustworthy spiritually. Far as me and what goes on in our home. Because as a husband and me as a wife, we do not tell what goes on in our home. Now, we can't get advice to certain things as the leaders. But you must know, be led by God, by being led by God, by being led by God, knowing what to say and what not to say. But in all things, you go to God and acknowledge him and he direct your path. You are a very emotional man And you express your emotions to your end And they have kept you standing And they're supposed to They are your friends They are your family But when you marry You leave Not the friendship nor the family But that mentality You leave behind Because now you're cleaving to me You have to have the respect and the honor and the loyalty as to me being your wife where you can confide in me even if it's about me. You cannot confide about me to somebody else and not tell me you defiled the marriage. 
Anything that you have to mention, it must be first with me. It cannot be with anybody else and then me. Your mom gonna always be your mother. And that is permanent. Your friends and that support that you have that's gonna support and help us, they will always be there for that. But they have been your backbone while you've been individually on your end. And God is pulling you away from that slowly but surely to be independent. Emotionally independence is very important in spiritual development. And God is developing you and developing you by quickening and sharpening you emotionally as the head of the home. You will never be frustrated. You will never be agitated. You will never be confused because that's what I am here for. You have a great helpmate and so do I. We have to know that we are better together as one and not confusing it by going to somebody else who we used to going to to confide in. You have to allow God to continue to develop you into being the mighty man of valor you are created to be. It's already in you. He's just pulling and pulling and pulling it out of you. I said to God weeks ago, Father, he can have all the time that he need because I know what I have done and I've been forgiven. I'm just not going to come back and expect him to just, you know, go and just go with the flow. And, you know, I, you know, what I did was wrong to him. I'm forgiven. He forgiven me, but I would grant him the space that he needs. I don't know how he felt on his end. The space is granted unto him. He can take as much time as he want. And God said, you wait a second. You get your eyes out of what your eyes don't belong upon. You get your mouth out of what your mouth don't belong upon. It is I and not you. I don't want to hear from Quenisha's flesh. Because Quenisha's spirit man know not to say what Quenisha just said. And he said that to me this morning. No one can determine what I say I am ready to do. I know you meant well. But the past is behind. Your future is before you. And it's what I say. Not what you think is best. Not what he think is best. That's like you looking at delay saying, it's okay to stay here. That's like you saying, it's okay for the tardiness to you know, be in the atmosphere. That's you pretty much saying, wait purpose, wait destiny. I'll wait until he's, he's ready, he's okay. I can't speak for you. I won't speak for you. I can't speak for me. I won't speak for me. God is the voice that's doing the speaking. 
And it's what he says. And he says alone. So I yielded that up to him. However, whenever, Father, thy will be done. We both have grown so much, sweetie. And we still have growing to do. But we are growing better together. Take your eyes off expenses. Because God is the one who placed them in your hand. You think about space. Because you know your life is changing. And you know it will be changed. You know it's going to be other souls added in the home. And you feel the responsibility to make sure we will always have. But that's not your responsibility. That's God's responsibility. That's why it's guaranteed. Because he makes sure he does his part. We just keep doing ours by using our faith. And trusting and believing in him with our whole heart. And lean not to our own understanding. You don't have to go out and do anything that God don't lead you to do. You don't have to make moves that God didn't tell you to make. Because you're trying to protect your well-being. God is our protector. You have to be open and yielded. Like, you know what, God? Here you go. Because everything that you think how you think it should be is totally not. Because it's God showing you it's going to be my way, not yours. Every time we even think that you're going to come this way or I'm going to come this way or it's going to be this way, it's not. It's going to be a total opposite because God's reminding you it's what I say, not what you say, not what you think. Because I told you to think higher because I think higher than you. My ways are higher than yours. So come up higher in me by not thinking like that. Don't you think about space. Don't you think about money. Don't you think about anything. Time. You enjoy being where you are. And God is calling you away to himself. You have to spend more time with God alone than anybody else on this planet. And you're not currently doing that. Even if you're sitting down, your mind is elsewhere. A lot of times your mind on me say of God. Thinking about me. Loving me. What do you have to bring to me? What are you going to do to make sure I keep a smile on my face? It's not about that. But you are a part of that. And I'm a part of that. It's called blessing. But your mind should be on now. Father, thank you for restoring this woman back to me. See, you should be right now praising like you never praised before. Giving thanks like you have never thanked him before. Because the ministry brings souls back to him. And we're being used by him to bring them back. And many going to be used with us to bring them back. But I'm talking about you and I right now. Many will be brought back due to our ministry. Our loyalty, our love, our sincerity, everything that we have unto God. Our faithfulness, our worship, our praise, our sense of humor, our joy, our patience, kindness, generosity, peace, love, 
gentleness. God has you and I to demonstrate that with each other because now we know how to demonstrate to someone else because we understand how to demonstrate it to our Father who demonstrated to us first. God demonstrated to us. We demonstrated to Him. There's our relationship with God. Now we're able to release it to someone else and receive it back from someone else. Then we go to others. And we release it to them. They respect to us. There they go with God. It's just like that. In that order. And look how the connection is. Look how we are linked up. And look how we are standing up. Keyword up. Up. Your worth is not based upon what you can do for me and what you can do for my son or the children we would bring forth here. No. Your worth is your spirituality. Your spiritual mentality, your spiritual ears, your spiritual thoughts, your giftings as to why you really here. That's your worth. See, that's the difference between you then and now. See, then you thought your worth was what you can do for me. Oh, you're good. Because I'll make sure you're good. I'm already good because God is good. You're not my supplier. God is our supplier. What he put in your hand, you release. What he put in my hand, I release. Now, I thank you for the romance. I thank you for the love. I thank you for you, you know, serving me. Being a great stepdad, being a great father, being a great friend, being a great everything God put you here to be. But you must know you're not my everything. My everything is God. I'm not your everything. It's only in God. You can never take God's attention and put it on yourself. Even unintentionally, especially. This ministry is about ministry. Hallelujah. I know you know that. But I want you to demonstrate you know that. I don't want to hear. I want to see. I don't want to see you say what God don't say ever again. And neither will I. Forgive me for that. Forgive me for that. Because we both were in the congregation. And we both lied to one another face to face. And our preparation didn't have to be as intense if we were just honest in the presence of God. Q, you heard it, me. Just give me space right now. I appreciate the messages and all that. Just give me space right now. I need, I need to heal. You need to heal. But you denied it all. I never thought this. I never did this. Others think you're best for me. It's not what I think. You wouldn't even be a choice for me. That's what you said to me. I have no connections to you. I'm giving you this card back because I'm not going to tie my souls with you. My soul with you. Excuse me. You put it on everybody else instead of you. You made it seem like your friends talked you into trying to marry me. And you know that was a darn lie. Because your friends would never have done that. They will only do what you send them to do. And that's exactly what they did as your friends. Because that's how much they love you, man. I saw it every time. You can't lie and deny. 
Lying to me is lying to God. And that robs both of us. Because I'm connected to you. And if you're not ready, then I'm not ready. And why would we not be ready to save souls? Have souls safe? Excuse me. And it wasn't just you. But your friends would never do that. They would have you to wait on God. They wouldn't rush you to marriage. No. They were doing what you asked them to do. Go to Q. Tell her this. Ask her this. Ask her, can I, can I take her home? I remember that day like it was yesterday. Instead of yesterday years. Go tell, go ask you to give, can I give her a ride? I heard it from a distance. That's how gifted your wife soon to be is. Thank God for that type of help. To hear that thought. <laughs> Understand? To discern that good, that greatly. And you got so upset. No, I'm fine. Go to Q. Okay, okay, I'm going, I'm going. They only said what you told them to say, they asked them to say. And why were you ashamed of that? None of you did nothing wrong. Sweetheart, why are you ashamed of that? Why were you? Everything I'm saying I'm supposed to say right now. You can't be ashamed of, you know, any of it. (laughs) You can't be ashamed of all of it. None of it. Excuse my words to everywhere this morning. You know exactly what I'm talking about. You cannot be ashamed, my love. Look at a woman that you have. I stood in front of the world being used by God in a minute, held myself accountable for murdering the wrong man. A minute in your face that I felt I failed you by disregarding you. You were pretending that it never happened because you were embarrassed that it did. But I'm the one who stands in front of the world pouring out my sins. My weaknesses. You've done nothing wrong. So why be ashamed? You can't pretend. You have to be honest. That's how God moves on our behalf faster. And then God said, get to your part where you lie. And I lied to you too. In your face in the congregation when you gave me my car back. I was like, well, I'm not interested in you either. Excuse me, I don't belch. I'm sorry. Excuse me. Sorry. You know, and I shouldn't lie to you. You say, you say, what about the message that you sent me? If you're not interested, how come you message me things like this? Did you not say that? I know you did. God know you did. Satan know you did. And I said, because I'm going through a lot. I don't know what I'm thinking. You know, I'm going through a divorce. I don't know what I'm thinking. That's not true. I don't know why I said those things. Please forgive me. If we both was honest with each other, kill you hurt me, give me space. I need to heal. You need to heal for what you've done. And I would have been honest. Had I, you know, I should have been honest and said, you know what? Yes, I did say those things because that's what God said to me. And you know, God said the same thing to you. You know who you are. I know who you are to me. Let's enjoy the healing process on our separate ends. 
but now we know what we both preparing for. We both deny what we both supposed to receive. And we were saying to our purpose, it's a lie. We were saying to our destiny, you a lie. When it's nothing but the truth. And God did not like that. So we owe to ask God to forgive us for that. We owe him an apology. Father, forgive me. I even say, forgive me purpose. Forgive me destiny. Forgive me speedy. Forgive me family, body of believers. Forgive me earth. Forgive me assignment. For denying you, lying, trying to protect my emotions in front of this man who was doing the same thing. Yes, I heard from God for you. Yes. Forgive me for lying. I would never do that ever again. Another reason why God had me on here this morning, sweetie. Oh, my, my foot, I had it twisted too long. Ouch. Oh, God. Oh, God. I can't sit like that anymore. Yeah. God. <laughs> I was sitting on my freaking foot. God. But anyway. Yeah. And you have to be trustworthy, sweetie. And that doesn't mean... You think trustworthy is based upon, you know, being with somebody. Don't forget trustworthy. When I got up from the world, I said, who preferred to have a man of God than a man in the streets? And you was like, don't forget trustworthy. I know that came from you. I know how you talk. You're connected to me. I know how you sound. I know every time you was a voice behind another voice. Yeah. And every time I talk to you like that, you pull away. Why? You cannot run. Stop running with your emotions. Why? Are you afraid of being hurt? I'm talking to you. We're preparing. We're about to receive each other. And before we do, this has to be done. Are you afraid of being hurt? You have to dive in love and take risks. The same risk you took when you say, Jesus, be my Lord, to a man you physically never see. Are you afraid of being hurt? Because you pull back when I notice, when I call you out on noticing what I love that you do, you pull back. Like when during the time of this podcast, it goes back and forth with that number. It goes up and down, up and down as that view and I'm like, no one else would do that. Who else would keep going and coming and taking their name off and putting themselves back? If a person wants to leave, they'll stay gone. Who comes back three or four times a day? I don't want to be on there. Yeah, I'll be on there. I don't know. It's you getting my attention. Gaining my attention. And when I called you out on it, you stopped. Why? Why? You supposed to allow me to know that you support me. You love me. Do you don't want me to know that you love me? You can't be like that and marry me. You have to confide in me even if it's about me when you're married to me. You have to cleave to me. You will always have your friends. But there will always be boundaries as a married man. You'll know what to say and what not to say. And trust me, they will help you 
the, the entire way. But you have to know that the help also is first by me. I'm your help mate. Every mate, no one could come between or come before a mate. And it would never be seen or felt that way. It just is that way. Your friends are welcome. They're my friends. They're welcome whenever they want to come. Come on over here. Cook. Clean. I'm just playing. <laughs> I'm just playing. It will already be done. But I'm just giving an example. You always be friends. Even your family. They are more than welcome in our home. Of course. But we must put, the, you know, set some boundaries where no one comes unannounced. You must let us know when you're coming. And you must let me know if you're bringing someone. And so will I. It's about respecting my worth. And respecting who I am to you. And so will I. You don't do anything anymore without saying anything. See, you're a man now when you can go and come as you please. But when you're married, you can't do that. And you can go and go, come and go. But you have to allow me to know. Don't go anywhere then I find out why you're there. And that would never be me. I'm not the woman to say you can't go anywhere. Yes, you can. And enjoy yourself. I'm here. I will always be here. Your life gets better with me. Don't go off of what man say marriage is. That's a lie. Marriage don't get worse. Marriage gets better. It gets better and better. And that's why when it's of God, it's an example for others to see. When people see us together, they're going to see merch is great. Oh, my God. But their preparation going to be different. Is everybody prepared differently? But there have been times that God only wanted you to hear my preparation due to my growth. And you had others to hear. Especially, sweetheart, when I say only for you to hear... And you had others to hear. And I know it was you because I only had it for you to hear. I didn't want no one to hear that I'm preparing to receive you sexually. Now people know how I feel. And how I, you know, sexually. That's not for no one to know. God only had me to tell you that on this podcast and flag it for only you. I have to be able to trust you. You won't tell what we do in our home, in our bedroom. You need advice, go to God. Don't put nobody in, their, in our marriage and everything that's supposed to be. No married man do that to you. No married man call you for advice. Even as a married man, they wouldn't do that. They know what, they know what boundaries, you know, they have not to cross. It's nothing more worse than a woman to feel that she cannot trust her husband. You go to God regarding everything. And as a help, you come to me first. Don't ever have me to marry. God won't even have you to marry me because I am favored. He's never going to have me to marry you if you put anybody before me. Now, it's not going to be demonstrated in such a way, but it is that way if you get what I'm saying. No love will never be lost. It will only be gained. Our lives become better together. Now, I don't see many marriages where a wife put 
kids before the husband or her parents before the husband or have her mother in the marriage telling the husband what they can and cannot do. Mother come whenever she want. Tell the husband this or mother don't like the husband and husband don't like the wife or wife don't like the mother-in-law and all of that. That's so not of God and that's so not this. It's a complete opposite. Nobody going to tamper with this ministry, this marriage. I would never allow it. Satan can't come in here. He's not allowed. And no words of his and no deeds of his will even think to come close. That's why he wants us away from each other. He already know who Quenisha is. Quenisha don't play. No. And neither do you. It will only prosper. It will only become better. But don't you put anybody in our bedroom before we even have a bedroom. You share with others what God only had me to share with you. And God has had me on here to say, be found trustworthy. Know what to share and what know and know what to keep. You understand? You go to your friends about everything, just about, not everything, but many things. Not saying that you don't go to them anymore for advice, but now you have boundaries when you become a married man. You have to know the difference between your lifestyle. Don't you ever feel like you can't talk to me or confide in me about anything, especially if it's about me. I'm your help. You're my help. And we are better together. And God said, the first thing you, he need you to do is to admit that you are in love with me and to ask him to forgive you for denying that you ever was because you lied. We're going all around everywhere else and God looking right there at the lie. We're moving forward all this and he's still right there in that lie that day, that Sunday morning. And we both lied to each other. Forgive me for that. That would never happen again. Now you ask him to forgive you. I forgive you. Don't put anybody in our personal space. I don't want no one and no one to hear or know what goes on behind our walls of our home if they're not supposed to know what goes on in those areas. No married couple does that. Consider this being counseling on top of counseling because God would counsel us all the days of our lives. He is my counselor. Christ knows he is my prince of peace. Your life has already changed, sweetie. Stop thinking about having more space. And think about having more God. Because the more you have have your eyes on God, your attention on God, everything around you is going to expand. Mm Mm-hmm. Expansion comes from in his presence. Everything in his presence. You cannot be in his presence and then try to create, a, you know, an area of your own. By trying to figure things out on your own. No. Yes, we're going to have children. Yes. Let God does do the expanding. Okay? Not you. All the things that you thought about or think about doing with me, to me, with your money or with money God put in your hand or with my money. I want you to see souls being saved instead. See that first. That is our romance. There's no way I can make love to you. You make love to me. 
or wine and dine you without wine per se. Candlelights and all of those things unto you and not gain souls for the kingdom first. That comes after. So that means it's going to be a lot of that. Because <laughs> it's going to be a lot of soul winning. <laughs> if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Your life is very peachy, God's saying to me. He's showing me peaches. It's very peachy. Meaning it's so light. Because there are no burdens. No. Satan do not want you with Quenisha Janice Hood. He does not. You know, he does not want you with me. He's trying everything he can to keep you from me. Even your own thoughts he's trying to keep. Because our own thoughts can rob us. I want you to say, even me too. I want you to say, Father. Your will be done. I'm out the way. I don't want no other voices. I don't want my voice. I want only your voice. Go away with God alone, sweetie. You spend more time with people than you do with God. Alone. Now, you spend time with people in the presence of God. Yes, a lot. But your come away time with God alone is not much. Because even though you're thinking you're in his presence alone, receiving, you're still moving in your mind. Because you're so excited about what's happening that you're having your thoughts in the way to make sure it be so perfect that I'd be so happy. So you want me to feel like, yes, you are a great choice. You are the best choice. There is no competing. There is no comparing. You cannot compare my past and my future because the future always wins. You understand, sweetheart? It's amazing how God changed the music. I never chose this music. I wonder, hold on. I hear animals, movements in the water. I hear water. I had a mountain in the valley video. Wow. <laughs> God knows how much I really enjoy water. Yeah, I do. And you're going to take me out in the water. Yeah, on a boat. That's the boats I was seeing. You're going to take me on a boat. You're going to fulfill my desires being used by God. The meat on a stick on the beach, oh God. I don't know about no stick, but, you know, I mean, but, you know, rotisserie style. I mean, prepare some food at the beach on a fire. Yeah. You're going to do that for me. Yeah. I know you are. (laughs) Thank you. I never did that. That's a great desire of mine. Yeah. Even though I love the water so much. I'm nervous to be uh, surrounded by a large body of water. I would never show me being nervous, but my inside would be screaming, but my outside would be smiling. So can you help me with that? Yeah, I know you grew up around water, and by the looks of it, like you grew up in water too. So you're not as nervous as I am around water. (laughs) But I enjoy it so much, but I don't go too far in it, if you know what I mean. And I was on a jet ski one time, of course, I was under the influence. That's the only reason why I got on it. And I realized, wait, I'm in the middle of water on this little jet ski. Get back to the land. God. I just have this thing where I'm in the middle of the water and, you know, it's fish in there. You know, I don't want no, I don't, if I feel a fish, 
It's went past my legs. Oh, God. Oh, God. Talking about doing a running man in the water. Oh, God. <laughs> Please don't put me in an embarrassing situation. If I ever go around you and your family and we're in the water and something like that, Please help me. Don't embarrass me. Please don't embarrass me. No. No. Can you baby step me with the water thing? Please. Don't have me out there with your family and I'm, you know, making myself look like that. You know what I'm saying? Please. Come on, man. Don't do me like that, man. <laughs> okay? For real, man. <laughs> you better feel my man, man. <laughs> God. With Susie, sweetie. <laughs> God's asked me right now to ask you, are you trustworthy? Are you trustworthy? Would you tell what I confide in you in? Confide in you about? Would you go and tell people? You can't do that anymore. Because you have done this the entire time on this podcast. Mm-hmm. And it's not bad. No. It's not bad. But there were many times it was only for you to hear and you knew it was for you to hear, but you thought it'd be better if others heard how I felt because they already known how you felt for so long, but to finally hear it back in return, you wanted others to hear. But they heard me in such a way that I was confiding in you that it only should have stayed with you. So let me ask you again, are you trustworthy? Because if you ever come to me about anything, it stays with me. It don't go to my mother. And she knows that already before I even get you, before I even have anybody. She knows that period in me. I don't go to her about personal things. Now, if it's something that I need and I'm led, whatever I'm led to do, that's what I do. And that's how people see my strength because it comes from God. My grandmother comes to me for advice because my strength comes from who? God. It's not that Quenisha provide her own answers as to stand and be a strong woman of God, a strong African-American woman who know how to stand. No, it comes from when Quenisha's weak, his strength is made perfect. Like you said in your status months and months ago, lead me to the rock higher than I. Lord, lead me to the rock. The Lord is the rock. You ask the rock to lead you to himself, which is higher than you. Live like that. Stay like that. Don't you ever think that it's not time for me to receive you or I have to wait to receive you because of what I've done to you. Because the past is behind both of us. You cannot place no judgment on me. And I know you wouldn't. But I must mention that. Because there were times when you felt like, no, I'm mad and you're going to know it. No, you don't have no stones to throw at me. No one has any. And we have a perfect example as to Mary Magdalene. If any of you be without sin, cast the first stone. If you had a stone, you would have threw it at me. In fact, God said you threw spiritual stones at me. I don't want you. I don't, I'm not connected to you in that way. I never even had eyes for you. My friends thought that you were best for me. That's what you said. Everybody's saying that you're best for me. But I want what God says to me. 
and it was the other way around. You're going to your friends about me. They never came to you. You went to them. I remember the first day that you wanted to be introduced to me in the choir room. You asked your sister in Christ, introduce me to her. And I saw it a mile away because I'm gifted to. And she was so eager to do whatever makes you happy because she loved you so much. Okay, all right, okay, okay, all right, I'm going to introduce you. And I was smiling, like, oh my God, here you come. <laughs> How you doing? I'm such and such. How you doing? And your eyes lit up. I was like, oh God, we got another one. And she came to me. There's a man here who God has for you. In other words, do you want to meet him? And I was like, nah, I already know who my man of God is. She was like, uh, uh-uh, <laughs> it's not that person. And when I told her who the person I thought, because the person thought, and they, you know, they seemed so convincing. And when I told her that, she was like, what? I'm going to tell you, you got some big fans for some friends. What? Nah, girl, back. If you know what I know, <laughs> that's how she was. If you know what I know, girl. <laughs> what you just said, girl, back. You need to see this. You need to know this. She was really cheering you on. Yeah, I love that. I would never pretend that never happened because it did. It wasn't none of your fault. It was mine. I held myself accountable. That's why God had me to go in front of the whole world on social media and admit what I did was wrong. That takes a lot of accountability that many people wouldn't even done. Even you was trying to pretend it never happened to move forward. You wanted to move forward and just put the past behind. But God said, no, I need you to address the past. Because my son stood. He stood. He might have stood angry, but he stood. You need to know what you've done. What's wrong? So I'm not going to have you to sugarcoat or patch up or sweep under the rug or move forward. That's not even your personality, is it, Quenisha? No. What are you going to do? Address what I did was wrong. Came straight to your body. Uh-huh. And even though I knew you were angry, I accepted it. But God said, don't you ever accept the anger. You've been forgiven. So, sweetie, are you ready for what God is about to do? Are you ready? God said, change that. Are you ready for what God is doing? Your life is about to change forever. Oh, God, excuse me. I got to keep changing it. God says, your life has already changed forever. But more manifestations because I don't have you as my husband yet. Haven't even talked to you yet. No. And I will. Yeah. I'm smiling hard. Yeah. But God wants us to be honest with each other. Do you love me? Are you in love with me? Then don't ever hide that. Don't be silent with your love. No. Because it's happening. God said to me, don't you ever, Quenisha, anymore have the attitude that you try to hide what I'm doing because you don't want others to know. It's no secret. I understand that you don't have to expose, but there are no secrets. You don't have to go on social media and say you're in love with him, but don't you try to hide the love that you have for him so others wouldn't see. Because the more you do that, the more they see. How you think those women were beginning to find out who was he talking about by putting up there to see who would respond? How would they even know that to do that? 
because they saw. They saw. Wait. He's in love. We never see him talk like this or even act like this. Where is this coming from? And that's why God had me to testify to that sister. Who was in the middle of it all. Q. God will be done. I could have been rude and say, why are you even talking to me about something I never talked to you about? Don't come at me. Go to God. or what? I could have been rude. I'm not a rude person. Because first of all, you're talking to me as if I'm creating a conversation with you about this. I don't even come to you about it. I don't even come to you. So why are you coming to me? But I'm not like that. God will tell me when to answer or when not to answer. But the last answer he told me to give was my testimony. This is nothing new. So don't ask me why I get out of a marriage and why he's in love with somebody who's married or who just got divorced. Because he's supposed to have been the one I married. That's why. I made a mistake. And God wanted me to confess my mistake. God wanted me to go way back to the beginning of the testimony. Well, let me go back uh, more than eight years ago. Wow. Oh, now I understand. Now I understand. This is nothing new in a sense of not knowing. But it has been restored in the sense of being made new. It's a difference. And I thank God that days later I got another reply that may God bless you with this next move and with the person that God has for you to make the move with. I am so happy for you, Q. I am so excited for you. I got to clear some things up on my end. We're not to have friends and be a friend if you cannot be a friend. I don't care if your friend is wrong. If that's your friend, let your friend know they are wrong by making it right. Don't you go along with your friend because that's your friend and make all of you look wrong and foolishly. And we all know what that looks and feel like. Did I say that? No. Did I want to? No. But it happened to any and everybody who opened themselves up for that. Your friend don't like somebody now. All y'all don't like somebody. What? And the person never done nothing to any of you. Anybody. Seek God ways first. And God said, well, prepare a table for you in the presence of your enemy, sweetheart. And he did that. Because the same person was telling me not to do or I'm too good or I'm too strong or um, you're not this. I'm Any, whatever. That was the devil doing that. And the enemy had to bow due to my testimony. Because it's the truth. 
And the truth set us free. And it set that person free. Because she messaged me back. May God bless you. You two on your next move. I'm happy for you. I thank God for restoring. Just because a person is acting under the influence of sin don't mean they're a bad person. Just not listening to God's voice. And then she said she had to clear things up in so many words. Because this is of God, and I know it is. I always know. And who am I not to like God's plan for somebody's life? I want God to move in my life in such a way. So I must get out the way myself. And don't that sound like a mature Christian? Hallelujah. We must remain mature. Don't go be immature and then go back to being immature. It goes for all of us. Sweetheart, I love you so much. Be honest with your love for me. Don't hide your love for me. Go to God regarding everything and sit in his presence and listen to what God has to say. God said there will be signs, miracles, and wonders following you. They are following you. They are following you. You have to be honest with your love for me. Not honest to your end and dishonest, period, around anybody else. It's either is or it's not. Are you in love with me? Period. Have you heard from God regarding me? Period. Then live from that place. Don't try to live in two worlds. My end know the truth. But I'm pretending around Q even though she knows the truth. Because I'm afraid of showing my true feelings. No. None of that anymore. We both have been forgiven. No more lies among us. You know what you heard from God. Now I know what you heard from God. And I'm so glad you heard from God. Oh God. I'm so glad you heard from God about me. I'm glad it's me. She could be the body else. Uh-uh. 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 I only want to think like that. No. <laughs> no. Yeah. You don't ever have to try to impress me. I noticed that you do that. Yeah. I'm already impressed. Yeah. You don't impress me by what you can do. You, I'm impressed by knowing who you are. I want you to be who you really are. The love that you show with your friends, how you love them, how you care about them, show that with me. Don't be afraid to go all the way and take risks. Take steps of faith with me. I'm the one you to marry. Then take steps and necessary faith steps with me. Being led by God. God, you want me, what do you want me to do with Quinesha? You want me to talk to her? What do you want me to do, Father? He will answer you. You go to him, not anybody else. God, what do you want me to do with Quinesha right now? Can I see her? Can I talk to her? Can I show her how much I love her? Can I propose to her? Oh, God, you better ask on that. Ask what can you propose to me? Oh, God. See <laughs> Oh, you already did? Okay. Okay. Knock you. I ain't do that yet. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm just joking. No, I'm not. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> Your life has changed for the better. So confide in me. Even if it's about me. Because we're better together. Let yourself be found trustworthy. 
You are the head over me. Be that. Greater is he who's in us than he who's in the world. I love you, my love. Love you, Buka. Mm-hmm. <laughs>